Hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Today we're just having a chat. So I haven't, this is a reflections episode and if you are new or you don't know what reflections episode is effectively, reflections with faith because my name is Faith. Hi, nice to meet you. But reflections or reflections with faith is just a time for me to basically just talk very much unscripted in the sense of having just an unplanned, free-flowing episode where I just talk about things that are on my mind or reflect, so that's the name, on things that are on my mind and on my heart or that have been on my heart recently that I just want to share in a very chill kind of environment. So these episodes can very much vary in length. I think the last Reflections episode was like quite a few episodes ago and um, it was like an hour long or something. And I just wanted to do one because I feel like I haven't done one in ages. I haven't done a reflection episode in ages and I miss just, as much as I do love like pretty much every episode I put out, um, I just, you know, I just want to have time to just talk and talk freely because like I don't want to just speak from like, oh, my episode plan or whatever. Like I want to just say, just talk about whatever that comes to mind. So yeah, so basically I just wanted to have a time to just chat with you. I say chat with you as if like, I say this every time, but like just to talk with you and to just share what's on my heart and mind right now. So get comfortable. I don't know how long this episode will be, but we shall see. But get comfortable and enjoy. Okay, so what has been on my heart recently? Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, oh, actually, let me just pray first. God, I pray that as I go through this episode, as you go through this episode, that you bring to my remembrance that you remind me of everything it is that you would want me to say in this episode and that whatever I say will be encouraging for people listening and that we all learn and grow even through this episode as well in Jesus name amen so it's November have you been watching the world cup I have not like it's not even by choice I just haven't had time to properly sit down and watch a match like I think I watched the match yesterday actually but I wasn't like intently watching it It was kind of like playing in the background and I was watching it so yeah yeah but what's been on my mind what's been on my heart yeah to be honest I think it's just been this thing of like feeling a bit like oh I need to get closer to God and why do I say this like I know I've spoken about in an episode about like oh being far from God and how like you're never too far gone and that but as humans emotions exist and stuff so for me anyway whilst in my mind and in my heart I know for the fact that like God is never far from me I think it's just been this kind of like desire to draw closer to God like to get closer to God and that can be through a variety of ways in like oh I want to spend a bit more time reading my bible or I want to spend more time in worship like in the very first reflections episode which was like in May which is amazing to think um yeah I was speaking about how like I learned about the importance of worship and I think with that it's since that time it's been something on my mind and that I need to not just worship like or in church or just worship like if I'm in a worship environment but I also need to take time out of my own day and my own like personal time to worship God And I think it's a very important thing to just spend time worshipping God because, like, first of all, God deserves worship. And secondly, like, I I spoke about it in that episode, but I'll just reiterate it again today. Like, worship, it has this effect of kind of just grounding your mind in the sense of it helps you think past whatever situation you're going through. And it helps you think uh, think past yeah it just helps you think past whatever situation you're going through because when you're worshipping you're worshipping God and you're worshipping God above your circumstances like you're worshipping something someone higher than yourself and you're saying that like yeah all these situations might be going around in my life but I'm going to put God first and put God ahead and I'm going to lift him high and I'm going to exalt him through my worship through my songs and of course there's the other thing of like uh, worship is more than a song it's also about your like heart posture it's also about how you live your daily life because we're meant to worship god obviously not just through our songs but worship because worship is like what um an act of expression of your devotion or your love for god 
So not just through your songs, but also through the way you live your life. Is your life showing a devotion to God? Is my life showing a devotion to God? And these are just kind of some of my thoughts surrounding worship right now. Like just the importance of genuinely spending time in worship. When I come, like in this sense, worship as in singing and actually spending that time just praising God for who he is. Like that's just something that's been on my mind recently, just the importance of doing that and actually taking time to do that. But going back to like the whole idea of like, oh, you know, drawing near to God when you feel far from God. I did a post on at the Shining Light Pros, which is like my blog. It will probably be in the bio of this, not the bio, it will probably be in, it's in the Instagram bio, but also be probably in the episode description of this episode. But I did a post like a while ago titled like, when you feel furthest from God, draw nearest to him. And how like our feelings are feelings and they're not that our feelings can be deceptive, but the truth of the Lord is that he's never far. He said Jesus said when he was leaving at the end of Matthew when he was like ascending to heaven, like behold I am with you always, even until the end of the age. So even when we feel like God is far from us, he really is genuinely close and he's like you can think of it like oh he's only a phone call away in the sense of he's only a prayer away. Like if you feel far from God open your bible if you feel far from god worship him if you feel far from god pray just say god like just just pray like just say whatever is on your mind and prayer doesn't have to be this whole thing or you start speaking in tongues and like yeah that can be prayer but prayer can also just be a genuine conversation like god i feel far from you like help me to like remind me that you're not far from me or like show me how to get closer to you because yes whilst we may feel that we can be far from god like the truth is god is never far from us but the the feeling that oh i feel far from god that could be a a sign that hey now is the time to really step up in your diligence to and devotion to god now is the time to step up in your relationship with god now is your time to draw closer to god because at the end of the day we don't know like we don't know tomorrow so any kind of pull that you have on your heart like oh I need to get closer to God it could it is for a reason because there's no relationship on earth that's as important or as significant as the relationship a person will have with God so any pull any desire any um any just indication of a necessity to grow closer to God is one that should be taken and one that should be taken seriously so yeah yeah what else has been on my mind um I don't know. Like, I feel like I had so many things to say, and now I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say. Um. Oh, okay. This is something. I'm just reading from my notes page. Like I say, this is a very unscripted, unstructured episode. So I'm very much just talking off my head. Like, so, no, no, I'm very much just talking from my head, and by the grace of God, from the inspiration of the Lord. Um. But I wrote like in my notes page this thing that I learned in fellowship a few weeks ago about the phrase god is good so you know the phrase god is good there's a song there are many songs by it the one that always comes to mind for me is the one by don Millen from like this album from like 2003 which is just very very long ago but yeah um but yeah there's this song called god is good by don Millen, which i absolutely love and i will recommend but in the song no in the, the actual phrase the actual quote god is good So you can think of it in two ways. You can think of it as God is good and put the emphasis on good. So that means God is kind, God is merciful. He is the, he is the description of the word or the adjective good. Like the adjective good applies to God. But you can also think of it as God is good. So put the emphasis on is. So God is defined as good. God is the definition of good. God is the standard of good. He is the like the good is his name as in good is his proper noun so whilst god is good in the sense of he does good things and he is good and he's merciful and he's kind and all these things god is good as in god is literally the definition and the standard of good and i think this is why well not even i think but this is why like our human interpretations of good can never compare to god and this is why we need jesus this is why we all need jesus to be saved because i know many people think that like oh um if i just do good actions i do good things like and i help the poor and all of these things like i do good things 
that I'll be able to go to heaven. But the standard of good that we have as humans can never compare to the standard of good that God is, because God is literally good. Before anything was, he was there. So he set the standard for good because he is good. He is good. So our human interpretations and our human um, expressions of good can never compare to God's good. So nothing we ever do will be able to be on the same level as the good that God gives. And that doesn't mean that God is unreachable. And that means that we'll, and that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't mean that God is unreachable in the sense that oh, nothing I do will ever be good enough for God. Like some kind of toxic relationship that a person could have with their parents. But it just means that, like, yes, nothing we ever do by our own human, like, vocation, is that the correct term? Like, will ever be good enough for God. But we don't have to really, we don't have to worry because God sent his own self, his own son. Oh, again with the sirens. I don't know what I can do. I mean, it soundproof my windows or something, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we don't, but that doesn't mean we have to worry and be like, oh no, that nothing I ever do will be good enough for God because God sent his own son to die for us so that, and take away our sins so that like, when he sees us, he doesn't see our human action and stuff. He sees the righteousness of him. He sees the righteousness of his son. And because we believe in Jesus and we believe in what he's done and everything like that, but we believe in Jesus and we believe in what he's done, then all our now all our actions that we now do are being done by the inspiration of his holy spirit because you know when you believe in jesus and you accept him as your lord and personal savior then the holy spirit comes to live in you so now you'll be acting in the spirit because we'll be walking in the spirit and not walking in the flesh as in not walking in our own fleshly or worldly desires so then all these actions that we take we're doing them by inspiration of the spirit so then we'll be able to be kind of closer to God's standard of good compared to when we were in the world, compared to when we were not Christians and we were doing what we thought was good. Now that we're in Christ, we are able to do what Christ calls good. I hope that you understand what I say, what I'm saying. But. So yeah. Um, another thing, I don't know, I don't have, I've, I really thought I had so much to talk about, you know, but I'm like, apparently I do not. Which is making me feel like, oh my days, this is going to be a very short episode. Okay, yeah, what else have I been thinking about or learning? Oh yeah, I took a little like social media break, like for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I think from that, I I don't know that I necessarily gained an explicit lesson from it. Other than like, it's actually fine to take social media breaks because I've genuinely been, I feel like, recently or in the past few years I've been more like a kid or more inclined to take breaks from socials because I think it's just an important thing to do sometimes to just quiet the noise and just kind of just step away from your step away from like socials for a bit like social media for a bit and yeah it was fun like it was actually two weeks which is the longest I've ever done a social media break but it was yeah it was just something that showed that like oh you know like there's more to life than socials and I feel like taking that break genuinely showed me that like yeah you know there's you could do other things with your time other than just like spend time on social media so yeah um what else I um I just want to encourage people that like the prayers that you're praying, although they seem as though they will not be answered or that they're not being answered, God knows the perfect time of when he will answer these prayers. So why do I say this? It was my birthday recently and um, I, I'm firstly, I don't think I've ever been that emotional on a birthday. Emotional in a good sense, emotional in the, in the sense of like tears of joy. I don't think I've ever been that emotional on a birthday. I literally cried like maybe three times on the weekend. <laughs> One of the times it's because I went to watch a movie and the movie made me cry. But the other two times, two or three times, yeah, were because I was just like overcome with emotion. And why was I overcome with emotion? It's just because I I feel I was just, I was overcome with emotion because I was, 
really aware that the things I'd been praying for had finally come to pass. What had I been praying for? I'd been praying for godly friends, like Christian friends, for so, so long. And even apart from godly friends, I'd been praying for good friends, but specifically in the past like, year or so, I'd been praying for godly friends. So friends that will encourage me in my Christian walk, friends that I could encourage in their Christian walk, and the like. So my birthday really revealed to me because it revealed to me that God really has heard that prayer and God has actually answered that prayer for me because I'm so blessed with like the friends I have and the family I have and the people around me who just genuinely like you genuinely are just gifts from God like I cannot describe them in any other way the Bible says in James um every good and perfect gift comes from above comes from the Lord of Light or something like that and um I can confidently say that the friends and the people I have around me is, that made that birthday so special and just make my life so amazing they are gifts from God and if any of my friends are listening, I love you all. You're amazing. I love you. I love you. Thank you again. Just God bless you, honestly. But um, yeah, that whole weekend and that whole experience, it really did show me that like, oh, the things I'd praying for have finally come to that pass. There's this song, but I keep mentioning music. Maybe I'll do a little music recommendation at the end of this episode. But there's this song by um, Nathaniel Bassey. If you don't know about Nathaniel Bassey, you get to know because he's amazing. Um, his songs are absolutely amazing. Absolutely, like, I don't even know, spirit-inspired, amazing. Anyway, there's a song that says, um, what is it? One of the lyrics is, what we've waited for have come to pass. Look what the Lord, not me crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, like, getting a little bit emotional. I'm just smiling a lot. Anyway, yeah, but one of the songs one of the lyrics in that song he says what we've waited for have come to pass look what the Lord has done and I really want to encourage anyone listening that has been praying for something for months for weeks for years that you will smile and you will testify of answered prayers and those prayers may not be answered right now but God knows why and God is giving you the strength to keep going through these prayers but I really encourage you please do not give up in praying if you'd stopped praying for something because you thought I've been praying for this for three years and I've not seen anything please please take this as a as a charge as an inspiration to carry these prayers on and to keep praying pray and never give up if you remember the parable that Jesus gave of the persistent widow with this like stubborn judge I think in Luke 18, let me find it. Is it Luke 18 verse 1 or Luke 7 verse 1? Luke 1 7? Nope. Luke 18 verse 1? Yes, Luke 18 verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. I'd really recommend reading Luke 18 verses 1 to 8 because it's a very... A wonderful parable just talking about the importance of being persistent in your prayers and I know that persistence in prayers can seem really annoying because it's like I'm serving a mighty God and my mighty God can do amazing and mighty things so why can't you just answer me right now and da 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 I don't know I can't tell you why I had to wait x amount of years or months for godly friends I can't tell you why I had to wait x amount of years for certain answered prayers but all I can tell you is that God has answered those prayers and God answers my prayers and God answers your prayers because God answers prayers so please don't lose heart I know it can be very discouraging when you're going through things and you just want God to just answer your prayer right now but he knows the he knows when is best for you for those prayers to be answered he knows when is best for you to receive that testimony so just keep hoping and keep praying that your testimony is on its way because it truly, truly is. And with that, know that like God cares about these little things. Like even if you're praying for something that you think is small, but you know you've been praying about it for ages, and God hasn't answered. God really does care about little things. Like He cares about those little things. Like I remember 
I was praying, um, oh God, I pray that I like get my hair done. And I actually did. And it's like, wow, God cares about little things. If I'm like watching a football match, be like, oh God, I pray that my team wins and like we'll win. And I'm like, oh my days, God cares about little things. So God really does care about little things. Please don't be discouraged. And easier said than done, but alongside praying for whatever you're praying for, um, pray for the strength to keep praying, pray for the strength of God to keep praying and pray for the 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 persistence and the uh, the determination that you need to continue praying and just know that like your testimony is on its way and your testimony could look a little bit different to what you expected like for me I was not expecting like yeah my testimony looks a little bit different to what I was expecting but it, and it came in a bit of an unexpected way but it's a testimony and it's here and it's the testimony I wanted even greater than what I wanted there's a bible verse that says um exceedingly God is able to do exceedingly abundantly yeah Ephesians 3 20 now to him who is able now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us so God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think so you know you may think that your testimony should look like ABC but God knows that the better testimony and the greater testimony will look like X, Y, Z. So, yes, just keep praying, keep being encouraged, keep hoping in God and know that your testimony is coming. And you might have to wait a week, you might have to wait a month, you might have to wait a year, you might have to wait a bit longer. But those that wait on the, on the Lord shall renew their strength. You will be strengthened as you are waiting. Don't be discouraged. And as it says in Psalm 27, let me just get that up. As it says on, in Psalm 27, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Again, as you're waiting, you're being strengthened. And remember also that this waiting period may be part of your own testimony in the sense of you will be part of your testimony and say, oh God, I waited. Or maybe you'll be testifying and say, I waited X, Y, Z amount of time for I don't know, a new car, let's use something a little bit lighter, a new car, and God gave me a new car, finally, and I'm so grateful to God. And that testimony of you having to wait for that answered prayer of a new car could encourage someone else to say, hey, if God's done it for them, that God can do it for me too. So there are reasons to why we have to wait sometimes, and there are reasons to, as to why we have to like endure these waiting periods and endure these times of just having to pray the same prayer point and don't think that like when you're praying these prayer points like you're doing vain repetition because you know in Matthew I think it's Matthew 6 Jesus was warning against us praying with these vain repetitions I think it depends on the intent of a person's heart it, I believe that it would be vain repetition if let's say a person is praying for a new car and every day they're just like god give me a car god give me a car god give me a car okay next day god give me a car god give me and then next day they just keep saying the same thing but if that person is praying with true intention in their heart of no like it, Jacob was saying I will not let you go Jacob was saying to like the angel that he was like praying with wrestling with if you read the King James version like no I will not let you go until you bless me and he was praying persistently that you know the angel would bless him like it will not be vain repetition because if you're praying with true like determination then it wouldn't be vain repetition you may be praying the same prayer point day after day but you wouldn't be praying it in vain you know it would be vain repetition if you're just praying it for the sake of praying it or if you're just praying it because oh yeah they said I should pray this prayer point but if you're actually praying it because no I will not let you go until you bless me kind of prayer with that true intent and determination that by fire by force I must receive my answered prayer then you'll get it's not vain repetition yeah the thing I was saying about Jacob was um Genesis 32 26 so basically I think it was a thing of I if I'm right this was after Jacob had done Esau, Esau wrong so you know Jacob and Esau they were brothers so this was after Jacob had done Esau wrong and like taken his blessing and then Jacob was like in exile or something and I think there was news that like Esau was coming to fight him or something like that but this and he was like praying and he saw a vision of an angel or so actually I'm butchering this I don't know the context let me not lie I don't know the context well enough to give you an explanation so I'm not gonna say what I don't know 
But this verse specifically was when Jacob was in the like midst of prayer and he was praying with like and this angel was there. Angel or like spiritual being, but let's say angel for the sake of argument, was there. So Jacob said, um, no, so the angel was saying, and he said, Let me go for the day breaks. So like, oh, it's morning time, let me go. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So Jacob was like intently kind of like holding on to this angel being like oh bring me my blessings bring me my blessing answer my prayers da, 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 da. and the angel was like let me go but Jacob was like no I'm not gonna let you go until you bring me my blessings kind of thing read it for yourself because evidently I don't know the context well enough to give you a full contextual answer but that's just some inspiration as to why you should be persistent in prayers and how you can be persistent in prayers like people say like oh you need to be angry in your spirit not in the sense of literal anger and be like frustrated at God but anger in the sense of no I am determined that my situation has changed I am determined that I must answer I must get an answered prayer so pray with determination like that widow in Luke 18 you know she was determined that she'll get her answered prayer she was determined that she get her righteous justice from the judge and she got it in the end because she was persistent because she didn't give up so keep praying keep being persistent in your prayers don't give up yeah okay music time let me share some songs that i've been liking recently i've been like oh my days okay um there's this singer called marizu who i've shared a lot of his songs before he's very like afro gospel kind of mellow chill vibe kind of singer I don't know how else to describe him but he put out this new album called what's his album called um I've been listening to it like pretty not non-stop but I've been listening to it like I've listened to it like three times this week it's called Forever Forever by Marizu so I'd literally recommend that whole album um what else Firm Foundation by Cody oh I can't play that by Cody Carnes and Maverick City Music, Firm Foundation, He Won't, it was really good, like, I heard it only the other day, but apparently, like, that's the song where it says, um, rain came, wind blew, but my house was built on you, but I only heard that, like, lyric on TikTok or something, and I didn't know that this is the song that it came from, so Firm Foundation by Maverick City, Communion by Brooke Ligertwood, Ligertwood, she's the one that sang she's the one she's the woman that sang um what a beautiful name by with like hillsong and she also sang Nineveh, which i love as well she released an album recently recently like she released an album a few weeks ago um oh my days jonathan ogden's new album what's it called uh, what's his album? Jonathan Ogden is like a lo-fi Christian artist. He's wonderful. I love his songs. He released a new album called Future Forever. I would recommend that as well. Anything else? Um, oh my days, Kendrick. Kendrick. Ah, oh, not Kendrick Lamar. No shades Kendrick Lamar, but not him. But Kendrick, this is how you spell his name. So K3 N d-r-i-c-k okay so the songs from kendrick i'd recommend pictures on the wall never forget um anyway uh, of course with the three anthem Hall- <clears throat> hallelujah which i love better guide me for my good yeah i'll make a playlist of this and i share it as well if god slash nothing but the blood by kcj is it KCJ? I say KCJ. Apparently that's a bit of an old song, but I love that song and I only recently like discovered it. I say yeah, like discovered it, but it's a really good song. Um, what else? Come and Tear Down the Walls by Revere and David and Nicole Binion. That's a really good song as well. Uh Wonder by Marizu. Elohim Adonai by David Dam. Ooh, I don't know how to say his name. Gaten Judd. Yeah, Gaten Judd, Kumama, as well as he did another song that I really liked. What's it called? Trust in You. Yes. Trust in You and Kumama by Gaten Judd. Ya by Dunstan Oyeka. If you know about Dunstan, you're a real one. Even if you don't, you're a real one too. Out of My Belly by Prosper Ochim- Ochimna. 
uh, More Than a Song by Dancing Oyeka, You Remain the Same by Dancing Oyeka, Believe For It by C.C. Wynan, uh, My Response by Phil Thompson, Anything by Victoria Renzi. Honestly, like I only started listening to Victoria Renzi like last month, and oh my days. But my favourite songs by her so far are Hallelujah, Our God Reigns, Walk by Faith, and Surely as well. Commando by Corale and Great Man Takit, and Commando the Remix by Corale, Great Man Takit, and like some other people. Who are the other people? T Supreme, Nafi Man, Nafi Ma. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I don't think that you have to write all this down. I'm just gonna like make a playlist and share it, and like I'll make an Instagram post as well. Ruat Elohim by Nathaniel Bassi. I Still Believe by Von Lee Morgan and New Yi. Uh, what else? Behold, Then Sings My Soul by Soul by Hillsong Worship. A- oh my days, these songs, these two songs that I'm about to say, I love them. Amen, Amen by Ty Bello, Sim Midele, Ore Macaulay and One Two One Seller, and Awake by the same people. So Awake and Amen Amen. Awake is by Ty Bello, Nusa and 121 Sella, which are amazing songs. What else? Order My Steps, Slippin' by Ngoga. I Will Never Be The Same by Darlene Zesh. I don't know how, like, if you know about Darlene Zesh, this is like old school, old school, like hill song, but a very, very good song. What else? Um trying to think of just recent songs I've been listening to. Oh, um, the song on Marizu's new album, so Marizu's album Forever that I really love. I really love the song ABBA. I also really like, no, I think ABBA is like my favourite song on that album. Anything else that I've been listening to? Oh, In Christ Alone slash En Jesus Soul by Rianne. It's in Christ, like a lo-fi version of In Christ Alone by um, the French, no, by Rianne and Sebastian Korn, so it's like in English and in French, it's really cool. Yeah, so those were a lot of like Afro-gospel slash lo-fi gospel slash just general gospel <laughs> songs I've been loving recently, so that's cool. Any other songs that I'd recommend? All My Life by Hillsong Young and Free. I love that song. I, I think I've recommended it before, but I just love that song. Anything, I think that's all for music. If I have anything else, I might just add it to the playlist. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's everything I have for music recommendations for this episode. Oh no, there's this other song. Oh, what's it called? Um... Oh my days. It's by Mercy Chinwell and someone else, but I cannot remember. Oh yes, Beyond Me by Yada and Mercy Chinwell and Taking Care of the Remix by Moses Bliss and Mercy Chinwell as well. Yeah, that's a really good, those are really good songs as well. Okay, uh, one more thing I wanted to touch on because apparently I talk about relationships a lot so why not talk about it in this episode as well. This isn't really necessary to do with relationships so much as self-esteem but I just really want to encourage my brothers and sisters listening that you are more than your looks, you are more than a body, you are more than a face, you are a human being intelligently and designedly created, designedly and <laughs> wonderfully created and designed by God. You've been made with a beautiful face and a beautiful being <laughs> but you've also been made with a heart, a soul, a mind, aspirations, dreams, goals, intelligence, love and all these things like you are more there's more to you than your looks why do I say this I think sometimes we can get our validation let me speak for myself let me not generalize I think sometimes I can get validation from people and from like how I look so this is in all vulnerability so please don't judge me so please don't judge me because I'm being very vulnerable and sharing this with you I, I'm sure you do you won't judge me because this is an amazing community of lovely people but yeah, I think sometimes I can get validate my validation from people and from how I perceive people think I look. So, you know, if I think that someone, if I think that someone thinks that I'm good looking, I'll be like, oh, yeah, 
you know, this person thinks I'm good looking, so, ooh, like, self-esteem boost. But, like, if I feel that another person doesn't think I'm good looking, it's like, oh no, this person doesn't think I'm good looking. Self-esteem down. So, yeah, I would say to myself, as well as to my brothers, to my sisters, um, don't get your validation from people. Like, God has already called you valid. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal saviour, you've been put into the kingdom family, you've been put into the family of God, you've been called a child of God. What behold, what manner of love is this that we should be called the sons of God, that we should be called the children of God as it says the children of God as it says in First John. So, you know, we've already been called valid by God. This is what it says in First John three. First John three verse one. Um, see what, I'm going to read the New Living Translation, see how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are, but the people who belong to this world don't recognise that we are God's children because they don't know him, but focusing just on that first part of verse 1, see how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are, we are children of God. Yes, it's nice to be told that you're good looking, and yes, it's nice to like, feel like you're good looking and all those things but um I really encourage you as much as I'm encouraging myself don't get your validation from those things because <laughs> as, as funny as it is and as kind of hurtful as it is to say looks will fade but your relationship with God will remain it will always exist or it should at least and looks will fade and people's opinions change beauty standards change all the time I could go into a big rant about beauty standards but it's not for me to be talking about that on this podcast at least not at this moment in time. So yeah, beauty standards change, people's opinions change, so don't get your validation from the wavering um, hearts and minds of human beings, because human beings, we change, we change, that is in our nature, we change, not in the sense of we necessarily evolve for the better, but we change our minds very, very quickly. Look how quickly people can cancel the celebrity how quickly a social media app can blow up and I keep saying blow up can like get big and then people hardly talk about it I'm looking at you be real look how quickly like just people's tastes change look how quickly fashion changes look how quickly hairstyles change like what's a trendy hairstyle can change look how quickly like phones and technology and all of that stuff change so people's opinions change so don't get your validation from people who change because God will never change. If God calls you valid, God has called you valid. You now have that label of, yes, I am valid because God has called me valid. So if God has called you valid, then you are valid. That's not to say, you know, don't put effort into your appearance. That's not to say, you know, um, ignore anyone that compliments you and say you know what I don't even care about your compliment because God's called you valid that's not to say any of that but it's just to say like don't let the opinions of people be your core source of validity and self-esteem yeah don't let the opinions of people be the core source of your self-esteem because that will be a very wavering and very faulted self that will be your self-esteem that will falter and will change and will wave and wave around like the sea and will be dependent on people who change but if your self-esteem is built upon the foundation that is Jesus Christ that is bu- and it's built upon the foundation of God then it won't it won't be fickle it won't fade away it won't go with the times it will be steadfast and you'll be able to move in the confidence and love that God has bestowed upon you so yeah don't get your self-esteem from people how do we do this, Faith? You're telling me don't get my self-esteem from people, but what do I do? Pray. You know I'm always going to tell you to pray. Pray, like legit, just pray like, God, please help me to like put at the forefront of my mind that my self-esteem and my, no, that my validation comes from you and not from people. So God, put at the forefront of my mind that my validation comes from you and not from people. Also pray that like you will not see people as just their looks as in pray that you'll see people as more than their looks so pray that you'll see people in the way God has made them so wonderfully and fearfully made um beautiful uh loved all these things and I think also as well as praying you have to kind of do a little bit of work on yourself 
because we will exhibit what we believe we will project what we feel if we feel that um you know our looks are the most important things around us then we will project that in how we talk to other people we will project that in how we approach other people we will project that in how we view other people so we have to do a bit of internal work in ourselves and remind ourselves consistently through prayer but also through just genuinely even if it legit means writing notes on your mirror as you're getting ready or like you know having a note on your mirror so that as you're getting ready you see a note saying like you know your beauty is not the only thing that makes you you or your validity comes from god and not from people or you are more than your looks or whatever that is do that do whatever it is that you need to do in order to literally like refine your mind (laughs) and remind yourself that looks are not the most important thing now this isn't some kind of thing to say you know oh yeah looks don't matter and da, 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 da. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is looks are not the only matter. Um, how a person looks is not the only thing that makes them them. It is not the most important thing that makes a human being a human being. God created us more than with just our physical appearances. If we believe that about ourselves, then that will shine through in how we treat other people. If we believe that all that matters is how we look, then we will act in that way towards other people. That means that we are more susceptible to lust because we'll think that, hey, this person's good looking, okay, that's the most important thing that matters, therefore they will lust after that person. If we believe that looks are the most important thing, we'll be more susceptible to sexual immorality because you'll be going purely off just like, oh yeah, looks, looks at all that matters. And you wouldn't see the heart in that person, you wouldn't see the soul in that person you wouldn't see the spirit in that person you wouldn't see how god has made that person in his image you wouldn't see the aspirations of that person all you'd see is their looks and therefore you'd likely just act with your body because all you'd be seeing is their body and if we just act by the body we're more likely to do things that you know we perhaps shouldn't be doing so that's another thing as well and just generally if we think that our looks are the most important thing we will likely just go in that image in that mindset towards other people be in that we would just kind of be very judgy people i feel and we'd be like oh yeah look how this person's dressed or oh yeah this person didn't even comb their hair and oh yeah da, 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 da. but like they might have been rushing out the house that's why they didn't comb their hair they might have been having a hard time so they didn't have time to put on a full like glam outfit you know, like there are more important things than looks. So I'd say we all need, and myself included, I'm not calling anyone out. I'm very much talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. But I think we all need, and I need to get out of this mindset that like looks are the most important thing. And another thing, like when we think that looks are the most important thing, we kind of, I think we can start treating people based on their looks. I'm sure you've heard of the phrase pretty privilege. If you haven't, Google it. Um, I'd say listen to the latest to my sister's episode, which is about pretty privilege. It came out on like Sunday the 20th, something. Sunday the 20th of November. I'd say listen to that episode as well. Um, but yeah, if we believe that looks are the most important thing, we're more likely to treat people from a place of pretty privilege, i.e. we're more likely to treat people that we think are good looking better than people that we think aren't good looking. Now, you're not going to find every human being attractive in this world. I don't think that's right, and I don't think that's possible. You will not find every human being attractive in this world. But that doesn't mean that, you know, not every human being is beautiful. Every human being has been made by God, and everything God makes is... No, let me say that again. Every human being has been wonderfully and fearfully made by God. If something has been made by God there is beauty in it because god is beautiful so and if every human being has been made in the image of god and god's image is beautiful then every human being is beautiful you may not find every human being attractive but there will be there is beauty in that person right so if we treat people if we believe that you know our looks our attractiveness our beauty is all that matters then we will likely treat people that we think are beautiful and that we judge and we deem to be good looking better than people that we deem to not be good looking but everyone's been made in the image of god therefore everyone's been made in this beautiful image 
we shouldn't treat people with favoritism because God does not like favoritism as it says in first Peter and again in James that we shouldn't treat people with like from a place of favoritism so this is all the more reason why we have to undo these mindsets that you know looks are the most attractive looks are the most important thing to a human being and that you know how we look is the most important thing and that's how we gain our validity like I keep saying I'm not saying I'm not telling you to like not put effort into how you look I'm not telling you to like just walk around in trash bags and say oh yeah the shining like podcast said looks don't matter guys so yeah the last time I don't know the last time they brushed their hair was seven weeks ago I'm not telling you to do that obviously don't do that because your body is the temple of the holy spirit therefore treat your body with respect and reflect the you know like treat your body with respect and take care of it take care of the body god has blessed you with and treat it well and all of that so i'm not telling you to like suddenly disregard any kind of <laughs> like um any beauty standards or whatever i'm just telling you like don't let how you look be the most important thing to you and don't let how you look be the most or don't let how another person looks be the most important thing to you because so, like yes we can have like crushes and yes we can think oh my this person's so good looking da, 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 da. but like remember that they are more than just good looking they are a human being with a soul with a spirit with a mind with dreams with aspirations made in the image of god all these things so with that a prayer point that i would also recommend is god do not let me dishonor your image in this person's life so let me paint a picture there's this person that you see and you say wow this person is so good looking okay you see them again the next day wow this person is so good looking they're now on your mind okay think about them a bit da 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 okay but oh no i don't want to lust against this i don't want to lust i don't want to commit sexual morality i don't want to do something that god wouldn't like and i also don't want to disrespect this human being so what do i do pray as i always say prayer pray 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 i don't always say that but i'm saying it now but pray as they say prayer is the key what do you pray you can pray a whole variety of prayers but the prayer that i would recommend is god please do not let me dishonor your image in this person's life every human being has been made in the image of god it says that in um made in his image yeah, it says in Genesis 1.27, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So we've been made in the image of God. Human beings have been made in the image of God. So that gorgeous person that you saw at the bus stop, that you then saw as you were taking a taxi the next day or whatever, yes, they were also made in the image of God. But they weren't just made for your pleasure they weren't just made for my pleasure they weren't just made to be aesthetically pleasing to our eyes they were made to praise god they were made in the image of god they were made to glorify god they were made with a heart and with a soul and with a mind and with a spirit and with aspirations and with dreams therefore we do not want to reduce that gorgeous human being to just their physical attributes because that would be such disrespect to the effort god put into making that human being therefore what can we do we say god please don't let me dishonor your image in this person's life again in all vulnerability i have very much prayed this prayer and i do believe that it is working so i would recommend if you're in a place of like oh my days i love this i love this person can you love someone that you just think is good looking i don't know but that's a question for another day but um yeah like oh my days um i think this person is good looking Da, 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 da. but like yeah they are more than good looking so yeah pray that prayer i'd recommend and just remember and remind ask god to remind you that like this person is more than their looks as well yes okay one more thing i want to share which is a little bit long but i think i'm just going to read what i wrote and end the episode there and i'll allow you to think and contemplate on what i said so on love i think that the thing or the thing with marriage is that it should be about service the thing with love is that it is about service it is about giving rather than getting about pouring out and sacrifice as opposed to thinking solely about what one can gain entering into a relationship friendship marriage or otherwise one has to be aware that from a christian point of view 
They are saying that I'm willing and ready to give to this other person. I am willing to put their needs above my own, of course, within the necessary limits. It is saying that one is willing to serve this other person, serve them by giving them the help they need, serve them by encouragement, serve them in love, serve them sacrificially through time, money or whatever else. It's about service. Love can look like a really selfish or self-seeking thing when you look at it from the world's perspective. It's about fulfilling oneself and oneself only, yet through the love of another person to a large degree. But when you look at the biblical model of love, Jesus, and the biblical definition of love, 1 Corinthians 13, 48, love is not self-seeking or selfish. Love is about the other person. When you say you love someone, you, as a Christian, should be or are saying that you are willing and ready to serve this person. Not in a way that necessarily makes you less than, but in a way that exhibits a lack of selfishness. If you like someone, like seriously like someone, ask yourself if you would be willing to serve them. Would you be willing to put their needs above your own? Would you be able to sacrifice for them? Answer the questions honestly, because it's one thing to love how a person looks, and it's another to really and truly love a human so much that you are willing to sacrifice for them. Christian love is about service. Are you willing to serve? Thank you very much for listening. This has been a very eventful episode. I, re- I really like how it ended. Um, yeah, I started the episode like, oh my days, I don't know if I have anything to say. But I evidently did because I love to talk about things I'm passionate about. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, you are more than your looks. Uh, worship is, as ever, very, very important. Love is about service. And God has called you valid, so don't let your feelings of validity come from human beings. Music is amazing, and I will be sharing that playlist hopefully very, very soon. And I hope you like my music recommendations. I I don't know if people genuinely do like them, but I like them, so I'm going to share them anyway. And yeah, remember to keep shining your light.